Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Breaking Bones, welcome in Sunday. Well, you know, we usually say it's the kickoff to the kickoff show, but we got Monday night football tomorrow night. We'll be talking a little Jaguars with you today, but definitely sports injuries. Sunday morning, 7.30. Hopefully everybody is up. And, well, if you tuned in on Alexa or if you're out and about, we appreciate you listening. Josie from XL Primetime, noon to three weekdays right here on the Superstation. And Geo is what I like to call him, Dr. George Bari. From Bari Orthopedics. Gio, how are you, man? Good, man. How was you, your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was great. Last week. We didn't go on the air Sunday. Yeah. And I just want to let everyone know, Joe had asked me, because mm-hmm. when are we going to do this? Are we do Sunday or are we going to pre-record it? Yeah. I said, actually, Joe, we're not going to do anything. Because in order for me to be thankful yeah. that I work with you, right? I have to not see you. Because <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fonder. TLD, the lovely Diane, tells me that quite often. Uh, especially when I say, hey, honey, uh, you, uh... and then she says, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> it's like when you go to the restaurant, it says free beer tomorrow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, but so, Every yeah, single day. That's right. Every single day. All right, but listen, I did miss you, okay? And and I know that sometimes I can be a little bit of a, a pita, a pain in the you-know-what. Uh, but look, I uh, I like my Sunday mornings. matter of fact, you and I gathered for breakfast. Yes, today okay? we did. Finally, we, you know, we, I, I always bring breakfast. Mm-hmm. And so this time I invited Joe. I said, Joe, let's go have breakfast. Yeah. And we went and Joe paid for it. And I said, Joe, from now on, if you're going to keep paying, I'll keep inviting you. <laughs> this is great. Well, listen, I, I know there's a, a, a moment in our, uh, you know, our buddy relationship where you look at me and go, um, go ahead and reach for that wallet and see if you can't beat me. He always forgets. Ah, oh, it's in my car. I, I left it at home. Or when you see the check coming, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be yeah, right back. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, I know that guy. I am that guy sometimes. All right, so, but we got plenty of, of time to talk sports injuries, but let's at least go back and, and talk about Thanksgiving just for a second. Uh, if you guys have sports injury questions, meaning aches, pains, shoulder, elbow, wrist, knee, whatever it might be, uh, you can hit the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010. Dr. George Bari with what I say is free medical advice uh, on a Sunday morning uh, that can help you in, in terms of trying to figure out what direction you want to go. So we'll get into some of these questions that you guys just want to have thrown people, at us. You get what you pay for. Yeah, it's true. And this is free medical <laughs> advice. But you can go and see Dr. George Bari at any one of his locations uh, or log on to bariorthopedics.com. So Thanksgiving. Yeah. What was the total calorie count you think you knocked down? Okay, so I'll tell you this. Um, I gained five pounds. Whoa. Yes. And so normally I don't eat much. Because you've been on a, on a, a nice little health I've kick. I've been on a health kick. I've been riding that Peloton, mm-hmm. which my wife is annoyed by me talking about all the time. <laughs> the Peloton. But, um, yeah, so I realized when Thanksgiving hit, we went to uh, we went to Orlando, yeah. stayed at the Gaylord, and mm-hmm. they had the whole ice. For the kids, it was great. But I, I was constantly eating, man. Like, I was never hungry because I was always eating. Grazing. Which I'm not used to because I don't eat breakfast and I'm always, like, starving through lunch because half the time I don't have a lunch because I'm just working. And I was just always eating. And I got home, like, I don't know if I want to step on the scale. <laughs> and I did anyways. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Believe me, because <laughs> I have a number that I don't want to get over. And I went over it. Yeah. I came back quickly. Yes. But I went over it. And yeah. and you know me, I'm I'm like I'm trying to be as healthy uh, as you. Although today when we went for breakfast, 
I had bacon and eggs, and you had a veggie omelet. I did. I, you're, you're listen, so, I've lost four of those five pounds. I got one more pound to go. All right, you're so disciplined. And you did the Peloton. I was supposed to go, like, planning on working out early. None of that happened. All right, all right, let's get into it. But the Thanksgiving, we did the yeah. fried turkey. We had a Friday on Saturday, which meant we took that leftover grease. Uh-huh. We dropped. I, I went and got. Sounds healthy. Oh, it's terribly unhealthy, but I don't care. We went and got six pounds of local shrimp, Mayport shrimp. Okay. Nice, big, meaty 2630s, even though that sounds like a, a smaller shrimp. They were really, really good. And then I, like, I've broken into old school restaurants in St. Augustine, so I know their recipes. And we made old school <laughs> Osteen's shrimp. But the grease doesn't coagulate when you let it sit overnight? No, no. I fried two turkeys in that bad boy. Does it coagulate? Nothing. No, and then we fried eggplant, fried shrimp. Look at you, man. Dude, we had a great time. Uh, it was all awesome. It really was. But, yeah, the calorie count went way yeah, well, up. I know your cholesterol was high last time. We Remember we had cardiology on? You talked yeah, about it. And you're I, not even on meds. I'm just saying. I actually think I'm going to have to go on a statin here pretty soon because I give blood every 56 days. Okay. And my cholesterol will not come down. Yeah. And and look, I'm I other than what we just described, I eat fairly healthy. Right. I do the intermittent fasting. I'm, it's I'm genetic. Keeping... So cholesterol, I'm not a cardiologist by any mm-hmm. means, but seventy to eighty percent of it is genetics. Yeah. Right. It sucks. Because it's it's how your liver processes it processes it. So right. you can some people I mean that's why there's familiar hypercholesteremia where people go five, six hundred in their cholesterol. And that's because they have this gene that's off. Now, some people argue that there's no good studies that statins reduce death rate. But if you look at people with familial hypercholesteremia, mm-hmm. they before statins were invented, they were dying much younger than what they are now. Wow. Um, and now it's hard to do these studies because we know that statins do well. So to do a study with the placebos, sometimes doing placebo studies are unethical because okay. you know how well something does. But just look at the hypercholesteremia studies. These patients were, you know, their life expectancy drastically changed when these drugs came out. But anyways, what I'm saying is there's a gene part of it. Yes, there's a nutrition part of it, but a lot of it is also genetic. And, and look, my dad had high cholesterol. My brother does. My mom would have it up and down a little bit. And you are correct. And thankfully, it's not sky high, but it's high. It's up there in the 270 range, which I ain't, I'm not happy about. I read while we're staying on this subject, there's a, a drug called bimpedoic acid. Have you heard of it? Bempedoic? Yeah, B-E-M-P-E-D-O-I-C. Bempedoic acid. Anyway, it's one of those options if you can't tolerate statins. And so it's sold under the brand name Nexlatol. Okay. N-E-X, yeah, Nexlatol. Yeah, I know it's not in your, but since we brought it up or since I asked you to give me a little more information, whatever you know, I was curious whether that would work. Because I don't want to take statins, but I guess that's where I'm yeah, maybe, body maybe, maybe, they say yeah. if you take CoQ10, yeah, the over-the-counter, that it actually helps it a lot to prevent the muscle ache. Okay, along with the statin. Along I got statin. you. I got you. That, All right, well, what I hear. Listen, that's the reality that I am in because everything else is pretty good, and I don't need my liver being attacked by two things: cold beer and cholesterol. <laughs> okay, let's let's be real. All right, so let's get into a handful of things. The biggest one: sports injury. If you guys are Jaguar fans, you know what happened to Cam Robinson. So let's get into that one first. If you have a sports injury question, you can hit the text line 641-1010. Uh, and Cam Robinson goes down with an injury Sunday against the Houston Texans. It's been reported that he could be missing three to six weeks. 
Uh, that was an Ian Rappaport NFL Network report. There's really not been a whole lot that's come out of the Jaguars uh, out of Everbank Stadium. But you're looking at a guy that had an ACL tear in the same knee that he now looks to have. Yeah. What would you call it? Knee sprain? Uh, MCL possible? I, I would say most likely an MCL, right? I mean, we don't know for sure because they haven't said it, but based right. on the video I saw, if I recall, I saw it one time, if mm-hmm. I recall correctly, his knee went inside, right? That knock need force or the valgus force, as we call it. Most likely an MCL based on that and the timeline they're giving. It is always a worry when you have an ACL reconstruction on a knee and they get that injury. You say, oh man, did this re-tear? Because we've talked about this, the re-tear rate on an ACL revision right. is higher than a native ACL. And so lucky for him, there's no ACL injury. S- sounds like it's an MCL to me. Okay, and that's really what you're worried about. At the very least, if you do have an MCL, most of the time you can be looking at a situation where you don't have to operate, but it does put you in a position where you got to sit on the sidelines. Yes, absolutely you have to sit on the sidelines, especially if you're three to six weaker. You're looking at a grade two, grade three-ish, mm-hmm. something like this, grade two mostly. Um, and you got to let it heal. Yeah, and if you don't let it heal and you keep playing on it, it can heal what we call like you know loose or stretched out. Now you have an unstable knee. Mm-hmm. And with the injuries, because if we're going back in time, an ACL tear, also another knee procedure at the end of last year, Geo, that kept him out. So he the yes. wear and tear is adding up on him. Yeah. Not to mention the four game suspension for the PED violation at the beginning of the year. And so you know, there's a lot of things that uh, are coming Cam's way which probably is one of the reasons why he was in tears on the sidelines. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw that. I didn't realize why he was crying at first. And mm-hmm. then I kind of had, yeah. <clears throat> Look, string of bad luck. Yeah. Right? Um, and hopefully he bounces back. Looks like this is not going to be a career ender or, yeah. you know, hopefully not a season ender, even if he goes to six-week mark, if we extend the season mm-hmm. um, and just kind of see what happens from there. Yeah, because we had this question, and I know this is probably more XL primetime during the week than it is breaking bones, but Leon posed the question. Big Sir said, hey, if Walker Little and Ezra Cleveland, left tackle, left guard, who he nicknamed Hall & Oates because they were working in concert together, he said, if they aren't missing a beat, are you going to put Cam Robinson back in? Uh, right no. at the right at the timeline you just talked about heading um, into the postseason. No, yeah, I, I, I have a question. How often do offensive O line guys and D line guys get switched out during a game, like substituted? O O line D line D line has a regular rotation. Yeah, you're constantly seeing basically right. eight guys play four spots or six play three. About, but O line, I don't think does that. Do they? No, no. If, if they have their five offensive that's linemen, it. they want to stay the whole with game. them. And that's what that would. Leon would always joke. He'd look at those guys that are tired on the other side. Right. And he's like, hey, man, you're taking half the plays off. Right. we got to play every play. So, so really, you only switch O-line but um, if someone's injured. Exactly. That's it. How, do you ever add? I mean, what like, if they want to add more to the line? Like, yeah, you would think. They carry. Just use a tight end? Yeah. They, well, they carry. Yeah, if they have to go heavy with a package, they can go right. double tight end. they got to chip on a – because those, those big defensive linemen, you got to have two offensive linemen blocking them. Right. Because – they're just big human beings that are super strong, gain leverage and all that kind of stuff. But it did pay off that the Jags traded for Ezra Cleveland yes. and they played him maybe a dozen plays the week before. Yeah. In Walker Little's place. And so right. that actually kind of helped just a little bit. This was the first time the two played together. Uh so we'll see where it goes. But Cam Robinson, you know, he's not necessarily in the plans of the future for the Jags. So that also may be one of the things he's like, hell. I'm going into free agency, 
and now I got another injury that I got to answer for. Now yeah. the injury heard round the world, Geo. Let's get to it. A.A. Ron, Aaron Rodgers. If anybody's been paying attention to this story, and I know you probably have, if you're listening to Ten Ten on a regular he basis, magic mushrooms on it. Uh, he probably did. Uh, he got the hallucinogenics out, and he convinced the Jets to open up a 21-day window where he can return off the reserve injured list. And maybe they are on hallucinogenics thinking that he's going to come back. Now, Gio, let's just set this up. September 7th, he drops back. He plays all of, what, four plays as a New York football jet. The entire city of New York, all their hopes pinned on Aaron Rodgers. He goes down. It was described at that time, the reporting said that it was a full tear of the Achilles. Mm-hmm. We don't really know that for sure. And it seems like this timeline where they've opened it up where he can come back and start practicing, it couldn't have been a full tear, could it? Well, look, it, it's yes. I mean, it's a tear. They had to fix it. right? Mm-hmm. So you could have you know partial tears of an Achilles and okay. small partial tears. You can ma- do some therapy, PRP, hopefully it kind of grows back. But once it's to the point that you're doing surgery, a, a tear is a tear at that point. Okay. Right? And I've had a couple uh, Achilles where, you know, there's like 20% still attached. That's, at this point, it's functionally not working, right? It has to be repaired. Okay. So then there's two ways to, to think about it. It's kind of like a rotator cuff when you have a partial tear that needs to be fixed. You can try to keep that 20% attached and attach the rest or just cut that 20% off because there's the thought process that because you tore, that tissue is diseased, right? For it to tear, okay. it has to be some sort of issue with that I gotcha. tendon. So cut that piece that's connected off because it's probably not good tendon. Debride it, right? Get that disease tendon out of the way and then connect it back. And that's what I, that's what I do. I think it's probably what most guys do um, for, for the Achilles. And, and just cut the whatever's hanging on by a thread and just reattach it. Because either way, you're reattaching it and it doesn't change the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the uh, rehab. Mm-hmm. So whether he had, you know, a couple strands hanging on or not, it, it was torn enough for it to, to be surg- surgical. And... I recall, in the video, his calf completely, you know, shot up like a. Remember, we saw that. Yeah. And whenever they did that close up, and you saw it snap. Yeah. You, as an orthopedic surgeon, what did you think? And you would say one hundred percent. Well, yeah. I mean, Achilles tendon tear, and I I don't think you have to be ortho surgeon to know that. At this point, I think uh, the regular Joe C can Mm -hmm. figure that out. Radio doctor here. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's obvious. That that right there is obvious. Just like um, the uh, FSU quarterback with his ankle turned around sideways, that's obviously broken, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's not certain things you could just look at and say, something ain't right. Yeah, so I, look, I don't know whether he's defying odds uh, and will be able to come back and actually play on that leg, but can you give us a sense of what the different procedures are. We've heard that word tightrope right. with the high ankle sprain. We've seen Brock Look, Bowers. <laughs> Brock Bowers came back in 26 days and looked pretty damn healthy. Yeah. Now, that's a totally different injury, but what about that procedure with the Achilles? Look, so, so there's many ways to fix to skin a cat, right, to fix mm-hmm. the Achilles. You can just put stitches on both sides, put them together. You cannot fix it and put the ankle in equinus, which means point it down and let it scar in, although – all the studies show there's higher retail rate, less strength. So okay. we tend, to, especially in athletes, not to do that. You can take the stitches through the proximal portion of it and put them in. This is what they did in, to, for um, Aaron Rodgers. And this right. is what we do a lot of the times. 
we put stitches in the proximal portion, which is the, the portion closest to your body, okay, mm-hmm. of the torn end. Put stitches in the good area, not in the, the end where it's, we, I call pulled pork, right? You put a stitch and nothing grabs. You want to okay. go a little more where it's good end. I'm hungry suddenly, but I, I can visualize put the, that. Put the ankle pointing down to get the ends closer. Take stitches. Pass them through the skin down to the calcaneus and anchor them down into the calcaneus. Okay. okay. And tell everybody the calcaneus. Uh, the calcaneus is the, your heel bone okay. right, where, where the Achilles attaches. All right. And so there's many ways you can do that. You can what we call double row, single row. Those are all technical terms. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you put stitches through the two ends like a core suture just to protect it. But listen, many ways to do it. And for him, that's what they call the quote-unquote tightrope. Uh, it's not necessarily a tightrope. People are just saying that to, you know, to simplify things. But mm-hmm. that's what he had done. It's a procedure that we do many times, uh, orthopods do many times. Um, I know they've been, he said it was the, some brand-new procedure we've been doing it for like seven, eight years now. Yeah, they, um, they want to feel like they've done the latest and greatest. Yeah. Uh, and that's all agents speak. I, I mentioned on Wednesday, agents like to fluff up a lot of things. But anyways, um, yeah, so there's really no, I mean, it is stronger and there's evidence that it's stronger, but in the end, does the evidence of it's stronger show that it reduces your retail rate and does it get you back quicker? So that's and, all debatable. At this point. And here we are, he's celebrating his 40th birthday. His 40th birthday, yeah. trying to come back from that bad boy. And w- like we always say, the it's one thing to repair an Achilles and get back to where you can walk. Yes. Maybe even get back to where you can get on a treadmill, I don't know, light jog, whatever. But we're talking about a guy that wants to cut side to side. He wants to push off right. and drive and, and throw the football. He wants to avoid 300-pound defensive tackles that we were just talking about. Here's my opinion. I don't, I'm not there, right? I don't know what's going on, per se, any details, but... Looking from the outside in, right. If I was the doc, knowing what I know from this position, I would say, "Look, man, you yeah. guys are sticking it up. There's no. I don't think they have any chance or very minimal chance of the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're 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 not playing well right now. There's no point of putting yourself at risk of re-rupturing to go out to prove, I don't know, nothing to prove to who. Yeah, exactly. Right? To what? Other than Aaron Rodgers wants to keep his name, and look, I love Aaron Rodgers. I love watching this guy play the game. But at the same time, we're talking, is he foolish enough to maybe risk re-injury yes. and then maybe not be around Sounds next like year? I mean, to be honest, in my opinion, I don't think it's a good idea. Now, if your team is on the verge of the playoffs yeah. and you want to roll the dice, that's yeah, up to you. But they're 4-7. They're and seven. I mean, Okay, they're 4-7 no... and playing the Falcons this Sunday. Right. Now, they're at home. If they go 5-7, and seven, I don't know. You might be able to keep your – But you're going to have to win out and other people are going to have to lose. Exactly. Let me just give it to you here real quick because I'm pretty sure I have it right in front of me. All right, so after they play the Falcons, let's see here. Uh, they play the Texans. It's not a, that's not an easy ask. They no. have to play the Dolphins, Commanders, Browns, Patriots. I don't know. I don't think it's a lot it. to ask. It, it, because a second rupture is devastating. Yeah. All right, so here was a question off the text line regarding Aaron Rodgers. And, and actually, it's not a question because it's kind of what you just said. I wouldn't want to be the doctor that took him off IR, says Woody. I agree. Yeah. That, I'm with you. Yeah, so, so kind of speak to that because that's an enormous responsibility. <laughs> that, yes. And look, there are things, tests you can do to test the strength of that angle compared to the other, and there's criteria that you can meet. And if you meet it, I guess in theory you can do it. But – 
you know, it's you're on the fringe, right? You're on the fringe of treatment, mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying nobody does this, but it's not normal, okay? And and when you do something that not many people are doing, if something goes right, mm-hmm. you're oh man, you're a genius, right? If something goes wrong, why don't you do what everyone else does? Yeah, exactly. It's like going for a two point conversion when you maybe don't need to. If you get it, you're amazing. If you don't get it, you should have gone for the one. Everyone destroys you. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know, in medicine, when you on the fringe treatment, you know, where not many people are doing it, if it goes out great, man, you're so smart. And if it doesn't, what were you thinking? Exactly. And, you know. So here's another question. Or actually, again, I, I have, I've had too much bacon this morning. Um, another comment. <laughs> Took, this is from a, a texter. You can hit us at 641-1010. Took a sports rehab uh, CEU course recently. And we looked hard at Aaron's injury. Achilles obviously coils immediately. Yes. Which goes back to what you said. Yeah. It, I mean, because it's, it's on tension, right? So it just pops and, and shoots back. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. I've talked to a bunch of orthopedic buddies of mine that I trained with, and all of us are kind of interested to see what happens. We all say, like, we wouldn't let our patients come back that quick. But like mm-hmm. I said, we're not there. We're not treating Aaron Rodgers. I can't sit here and tell you for sure what's happening, and maybe he is ready. But yeah. um, just looking on the outside in, it's not normally what happens. All right, a couple more that we need to hit on because Joe Burrow is not going to be – he might be here in town tomorrow night, but he did you announce – Do you think that they'll fly him up? Like, I don't think so, especially we're talking about a wrist injury where they had a ligament repair. Yeah. He did – what did he post on IG, on, on the gram, that he had – successful surgery earlier yes, this week he did say that it doesn't say what kind of surgery so it's you know who knows what it can be um i don't uh, know and just to remind everybody he's the one who played a couple of nfl weekends ago where he is i think monday night football the cameras caught him walking off the bus and it looked like he had tape around his wrist and thumb area on his right hand this was either Sunday Night Football or Monday Night Football. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, they basically, the Bengals, got in trouble for either not reporting an injury, misreporting, whatever it might have been. Bottom line is, after that game, he's gone. They announced he's gone for the season and that it is a torn ligament. Yeah. there's Look, there's many ligaments in the hand. I, I don't know what, you know, first comes to mind is scaphoid ligament, which is the ligament that attaches your scaphoid. Explain that. Yeah. It, it attaches your scaphoid in your lunate, right? It sounds mm-hmm. very obvious. Scaphoid ligament. If it's torn, you can have severe pain. You can have some instability. Over time, you can get chronic issues with the wrist. Maybe that's what it was. It's very tough to say. Uh, it could be his TFCC or triangular fibrocartilage complex um, that's c- completely torn. But I-, I don't know. But they're saying he's going to be back in time for next season, which mm-hmm. is good for him. Yeah. And I believe he heard it when someone landed on it when he fell, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. It's not like he threw it in a hurt. I think someone landed on it, but second, I don't know. Yeah, second significant injury for him this year, the bad calf strain. Remember the second day of training camp, he's had the torn ACL, MCL, other structural damage. Uh, and so he's been through the ringer. There's no doubt, no doubt about it. And he's been he's been beaten up in a lot of ways because of a poor offensive line. But successful wrist surgery, they didn't say exactly which ligament it was, but that it was uh, a torn ligament in that hand and yeah. wrist area. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. Um, unfortunately for us, yeah, but oh, unf- yeah. But you know, 
unfortunately. Have you looked at the uh, the schedule going forward for the Jacks? Because, oh, it's uh, rough. Dude, well, when we were talking about the AFC North in consecutive weeks, seeing Cincy, Cleveland, Baltimore, there was a time that would have meant Burrow, Watson, right. El Boogie. Yes. And now two of the three are MIA. And so it sets up a hell of a lot better for the Jags. They've got a Jake Browning-led Bengals team tomorrow night. They've got they go up to Cleveland. They could be facing Dorian Robinson Thompson. They got a good defense. Yeah, they do. They do. But they also have a hurting Miles Garrett. Uh, but DRT went into concussion protocol. We'll find out later today. I want to see. You know they got it. You know they may have Joe Flacco under center today. And so that's where the Cleveland Browns are at, and then El Boogie and them are pretty good. The yeah. Baltimore Ravens are one of the best teams well, in the AFC well, right here's now. here's the good thing. If you ask the Texans fans, as long as we have Clay Barton, mm-hmm. the referee, we're, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, have you heard all that? <laughs> yeah, you got to give this to him. All right, now listen. Um, Gio, you know, he's a – you and young George and, and, and the family diehard Jaguar fans, so you're rooting them on at home or in the stadium – we watched this great game the other day against the Houston Texans, and boy, the Texans fans were ticked I, over the officiating. Yeah. Listen, I will say this. I thought the officiating was terrible. It was and not good. on both sides. And, and I'm the first one to say, even against the call on the other team, that that's a bad call. I'll yeah. take it, yeah. but that's a bad call. Yeah. Yeah. There were many missed calls, many bad calls, but some guy on the internet went and deep dive into the refs. Yeah. And basically when Clay Martin, who I guess was one of the refs, played, yes. Yes. the Jaguars are 5-1-1 one, one against yeah. the spread. And so, um, and we're you know three and zero in this current core group of Jaguars with him. He calls fifty seven percent of his penalties on the offense, on but only when the offense is the home team. Okay? Really? So apparently they're saying he's a uh, he's against the home team. All like sixty percent of his calls are against the home team in general. And then the Jaguars are five one and one against the spread with him. And so this conspiracy has begun. You know, that's an angry bunch down there in Houston. They thought they had something. Well, guess what? They don't have but let me tell you something. control of the if AFC If there's a South. conspiracy to let the Jaguars win, that's the last conspiracy I'm ever going to believe. Because the Jaguars are always, though, we're going to go to London. Other teams have chosen to go to London, this and that. It's not like we're like the Cowboys. We're like, we need the Cowboys to win. It's, exactly. It's a thing. America's team. Where are the Jags, man? Exactly. Like, and I loved it when the Steelers said, remember the Steeler player? He said, "Yes, the refs obviously wanted them to win. Right? Oh, you really think so? Yeah. You really think they'd rather Jacksonville win over, over Pittsburgh? Right. All right, let's close it out real quick because Jordan Travis, he did put a post up about that. Remember that horrific broken leg that we saw from the FSU starting quarterback a week before they went into the rivalry this past weekend against the Florida Gators? He did post. He was at the game in Gainesville, Geo. He posted on the 28th which yeah. was, I think, 10 days after the injury. Mm-hmm. So and if this is correct, he said surgery was successful. That means he had surgery 10 days later. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned that a lot of times they may wait for surgery if the swelling is too big, right? I mentioned that last right. two weeks ago. So looks like that's probably what happened. It doesn't sound like it's a second surgery, so they didn't do a first one to stabilize it, then a second now, one. Now, when you see the casting, it goes up, what, two-thirds up yeah, the goes shin up bone? Calf, yeah. That's a normal pad. That's a normal splint. It's okay. a splint. That you put on after surgery to protect everything until it starts healing. You know how bad that looked. Oh yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. Oh, all right. How long rehab? You would you? I mean, look, you need eight weeks to heal it, right? Um, The bones to heal, no matter how bad it looks, still eight weeks to kind of heal it, and then rehab. 
that you know it's a dislocation so his issue is going to be how much cartilage damage does he have to to, to this ankle joint mm-hmm. which is going to you know be the big thing of how much pain does he have how much arthritis is he going to get is he going to get his range of motion back all those things and the guy's going to be getting ready for the draft what he hopes will be yeah, a successful yeah you know this is definitely going to drop his stock yeah. i don't know what round he was projected in before yeah my guess is he would have been a mid rounder yeah he was moving up obviously with so the skill set so this is set. not going to help him no right no. definitely not going to all right, we are out. We had a great morning, including me picking up breakfast for Gio. Don't think I will not let him forget Next that Next time, one. if I know your pain, I'm getting the lobster omelet. <laughs> that would be a great way to go. All right, but we had a good time. So you can hit us with any question before we're done. 641-1010. We'll try and get it on next week's show. Don't forget, they can find our, our podcast. Apple, Google, and Spotify. And log on to 1010XL.com. You can check it there as well. I'll catch you tomorrow as we get ready for Monday Night Football. Definitely going to fire up the city when we get ready to go under the lights inside the bank. And you will be there, Gio. Yes. Partying and having a big time with the youngsters. We are out. We appreciate you listening. Keep it right here on 1010XL. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. on 1010XL.